Today's bad was dedicated La for somebody very special in our yeshiva, a bochor hachoshev, Ezra Cohen, Ben Halav David, from the big miyastim of Devad. We used to call him the Rosh Havad. <laughs> okay, so today we want to go into a big yeshayid. Big Amkis, okay? The, we see from Rabbi Shroel something unbelievable. I'm going to try to be mark of the Dibor and try to be ma'ayin a little bit into it. Rabbi Shroel Salanta says that in the Seder Hadvarim of change, the correct order of change, is to begin with Hergish, right? He said this Hergish, that means to create within yourself feelings, which comes from a deep understanding of yourself, understanding how a person operates, understanding his midot, understanding where his chesronot are, understanding the severity of his uh, fallings, all these deep uh, contemplation and hitbonenut, which comes from Liban Musa, where a person really, really begins to become alive. Chai margish bechesroinoi. From that, from that place, he could start the work in the practical world with kibush Kibush HaYetzer is more in behaviors. Now he's able to exercise self-control and not sin on something that his Yetzer is pushing him to do. Or he's able to push himself to do something even if he's, let's say, for example, lazy. Right? That's more in the behavior. And ultimately, to come back full circle and fix his inside, Tikkun. So there's, it starts in the inside, his hergation, self-awareness. It takes on behavior, which is very much part of the fixing process. And then ultimately it comes back to fix his panemius, which obviously will create very good behaviors, right? Naturally. That's the Seydah Advar. In the world that we live today, we're going to call this Panemius Vechitsoinius. Panemius is what's going on inside that not necessarily do you recognize it on the outside. It's more the inside work. Panemiut. Chitsoniut is external, which is more like behaviors, things that you can see. Panemius Vechitsoinius. Our world does not pay much attention to panemius. Our world pays more attention to chitzoniyut, how things look in the outside, in the image. Therefore, when people focus on themselves and they look at themselves, they judge themselves with the measuring stick of behavior. When they want to change and become better, they right away begin with behavior. When they try to behave properly, 
and they fall, they fall into yush and depression because they're not coming through in behavior. So everything is focused on external. But this is a mistake. The big avoidance ha'adam and the ikar avoidance ha'adam is to make the work in the inside. And from the inside, we'll come to the outside. Sometimes we use the outside to help with the inside. But the point is the inside. Because Rabbi Sosalanta told us that a person could be doing very good, externally speaking. Could be doing great. But he didn't change from bad to good. We learned this yesterday. Moshe, you weren't here. But we learned yesterday that a person could be good in the outside. But still in the inside, he still did not change his midot from bad to good. And of course, if he ends up running into a nisayon, into a test, the bad stuff is going to get triggered and come out, for sure. But he, he would be shocked. I, I've been doing unbelievable. Like what all of a sudden happened, right? Shocks himself. Because he didn't work on the inside. The odom is not his external behavior by itself. Because every person is what makes us unique is that we have different insides. So if we make, fix the unique character of a human being, that's called fixing yourself. But if we all walk the same walk and talk the same talk and do the same behavior, so that's what makes you special. What makes you different? You're the same as everybody else. You're just another robot. But if you're fixing your panemius, then you are able to do avoid an external is different than the other guys. Because it's coming from a different place. Understand? And this is a lost thing in our world. And I'm going to explain to you deeper in a second how this is terribly lost. In our world that we live today, this thing called panemius. Okay? Very important to know this is sight. Very important. Okay, I'm going to explain to you a little bit. Abyssal. Even in the world of chinuch, let's say, for example. Well, one day you're going to have children. Okay? And you have to mechanach your children. The main chinuch that you do for your children is you develop their panemius. Why? Because you want them to stay with whatever you taught them for the rest of their lives. So they're going to be going through many different circumstances in life. They have to have a solid panemius in order to be able to deal with life. Right? But if the focus is based solely and completely on external then sometimes you can even be destroying your child's panemius. Let me try to explain this. Ah, Shlem is there, the Rosh Havad, Ezra Cohen, today the Vad was in your honor, in your Hatzloch. Yeah, we should put you on camera here. <laughs> okay, so now, I want to teach you guys something very deep, very deep. This is what we call olam hapnimiyut, the internal of the human being, as opposed to the olam hahitzoniyut, which is the external of the human being. Okay? You got that? Pnimiyus yeah. 
It's a very deep subject. Let's see if we could we could tackle it now. Okay. So when I have a child and I want to be mechanachem, it's true. Some of chinuch requires that you teach him external behavior and you margal him to do certain external things for sure. And sometimes, of course, part of getting to his inside is using external, uh, forcing him to do external behaviors, to behave a certain way, or to meet certain demands. Okay? But the punchline of chinuch is not the external. And people make a big mistake with this, and they use a chazal of the chitzonius moira primius to substantiate that we should focus only on the external, that will change the internal. But people do not understand that chazal and they don't understand how to use it. Because sometimes you could focus totally on chitzoniyut and your child will develop within himself a hatred to tyrant mitzvahs. Ah, chitzoniyus moira primius. I force him to daven every day and learn every day and behave every day and blah, 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 blah. And how come he hates Torah Mitzvot now? How come Torah Mitzvot now became like a source to his anxieties and, and he, when he opens the Gemara he's about to faint. He has this deep inner desire to run away from the Gemara as fast as he can. Sometimes the Chitzoniyut will develop within a child a desire for rebellion. He wants to rebel. Chitzoniyut what happened? So you see that that concept has to be very well understood. And you have to know how to use it. But the main thing of chinuch is, sometimes it's better to have a less behavior when the kid's young, in order to develop his premius, that will be in the future, he'll be good. Because we're developing the pneumius order. Not the chitzanius order, the pneumius order. It's a very deep thing, you have to know. And you know, sometimes... In the Chinuch world, whether it's at home or in school, we want to see a well-behaved child, meaning on the charts of external behavior, you want to see a well-behaved child. And sometimes you could actually force it and enforce it and run a tight ship and the kid will actually be behaving. But inside of himself, he's developing a certain... Uh, dysfunction that will damage him for life. Some children will come out of the system and say, I never chose, never used my Bechira. So since I never used my Bechira, Mechate say, I want this life. Maybe I want to do something else. Some kids will come out feeling a uh, feeling of rebellion, feeling a hatred, feeling like they were controlled. Right? So you see, that even though you can have something working on the external, it can be very damaging to the internal. Now to say that we should only philosophize and, and, and deal with the internal and not have any external behavior, it's also wrong. Because part of training someone inside is using sometimes external behaviors. You understand? But olam hapnimi is the ikr avayda. And that's why Rabbi Shalom says, that the beginning of the cycle of change and the end of the change is always ends up inside. What's the first step to change? 
hergish, to feel, to understand yourself, understand your pluses, understand your minuses, understand where you're holding in life, a desire to change. That's all inside stuff. You're already about tshuva gemura, even if you didn't do one change in external behavior. Not one. You're already a complete baal because you fixed the panemius. And then you go to the next step, which is kibush. Kibush is an external behavior. And then what's the soft pasuk of the external behavior? Through it, since your beginning started from inside, through it you come to tikkun. Tikkun's inside. You change your nature. The bottom line is the inside. That's the focus, that's the starting point, that's the end result. That was, during the whole kibush process, it was only to reach the inside. But by us, we wouldn't even think about changing from inside. The first thing we want to do when we want to change is right away we want to go to behavioral changes. External, I want to see external. And when I try to do external behaviors and it's not fitting with my inside and I'm falling again, so then I have yeush. I give up. I can't do it. I'm a failure. And once I'm a failure, I stop caring. You understand? Because yeush makes you putter. Yeah? That's a very deep, it's a schmooze in itself, that you aside from depression. And yeush is, it's coming from the Yetzirah, to make yourself patur. You say, I don't have bechira. So if I don't have bechira, because I'm just built without the capability, so I'm not chayav. So I make myself patur. That's where the source of not caring comes from. Because I don't have to care. It's not in the shetach of my bechira. It's not in the realm of my free choice. So that's a dangerous thing. That comes from jumping straight to external behavior and having failures in external behavior. It starts to develop damage internally. And when you damage your internal, you change the whole self-perception and what you're chayiv to do and what you're not chayiv to do. And then your life is different. So a scary thing. You have to work with the seyde hadvarim of what's being taught us over here. Now you have to know that this problem of panemius, the destruction of panemius, and in general you have to understand klolem and destruction of a human being creates destruction in the world. I have to explain a few things to you, okay? You ready? You want to hear? It's deep stuff. If it's too deep for the morning, tell me, and I'll come back to you in the afternoon. Okay? You ready, Shlomo? Dvarim amukim. This certain, every Avera creates destruction in the world. Destruction in the Metzias of the world. For example, when we have Galut, Galut is the manifestation of a destruction in the world. Now what created the destruction? Let's say, let's just take an example from the first base Hamikdash, right? Gilui Arayot. What does Gilui Arayot do? It creates destruction. What kind of destruction? Right? If a person does Gile Arayas, that means we're learning here in Yavomis, Tesabov Arayas. If a person would have a relationship with one of the Tesabov Arayas, and they have a child. What's that child called? Mamzer. 
Now, let me ask you a question, Rabbi Isaac. Philosophical, simple question. Does Hashem have a storage house in Shamayim of Neshamas that are Mamzerim? Is there such a thing? And then we say, oh, you did Arias, let's take the soul from the storage house of Mamzerus and give it to you? No. Hashem has a storage house of Nishamot that have Kedusha in them. So you took a Nishama that had potential to become a great Sadiq and a Tamachochum and a Chalik of Klal Yisrael and part of the Aveda and everything. And with your Avera, you destroyed him in Metzias. Now he's a Mamza. Loyova Mamza Lakal Hashem. That's a Metzias of a destruction that you created. You understand? When a person doesn't have error, he destroys something. Correct? Shvichus Domim. Mazah Shvichus Domim. Shvichus Domim means he had a guy who was alive. And he was doing mitzvahs and avoidance Hashem and he was changing the world. And he was doing things with his avoidance. And then, Zayt Gezunt. You know what Zayt Gezunt means? Goodbye. So you destroyed some power in the world, right? The destruction. So that's a sugya. It's a big sugya by itself. Understanding goal is understanding all these kind of things. However, in the second base of Migdash, the Goyen explains the Gemara, Mamish Mavhil al blows your mind away. Second base of Migdash, right? There was a certain destruction going on in the human beings' spirituality that causes the destruction of the base of Migdash, right? The Golis is the reaction, the realistic reaction that comes out in the world from the destruction of our Averis, okay? What was going on in the second base Hamikdash? In the second base Hamikdash, they had Torah, Mitzvot, Ma'asim Tovim. What is that? He Tzoniyut was beautiful. External was great. What was the destruction? The destruction was called Sinat Chinam. Sinat Chinam means the Pneumius Legamre Saruf. That's Sinat Chinam. Sinat Chinam, the Goyen says, is Pneumius. I don't want to give a whole share on that. But the Pneumius, the Midas, the internal human being was gone. But the Chitonius was beautiful. That means the true destruction of Pneumius is when the Chitonius is good. Until the Beis Hamikdash is rebuilt, we still have to deal with that problem. Which means, the problem of our generation is not the external. The problem of our generation is the internal. The inside guy. Understand? It's the Pneumius is messed up. So therefore, to even start, like make a of Avoida, we have to know what we're dealing with. The whole Yusoyed of Tikkun Amidus is working in the Pneumius. Something that we are not accustomed to. Because that's the weakness of our generation. The Indian of Betochen, we're learning in the morning the afternoons. Betochen. Is the whole Yusoyed of Betochen is the Pneumius oil of, of the person. That's why, just like Averot make realistic destruction in the world. It's based on a whole Chazal. I don't have time to teach it to you now. But there's a whole Chazal that says, before Chet, 
a snake didn't have poison, or the animals didn't have that metzias of chayus royus that destroyed is not there. It's only the manifestation of sin. Sin made destructive powers in the world. Okay, now sadikim make a metzias in the teva that the world serves you, doesn't fight you, serves you. Yaakov Avinu was lying down in this week's parsha, and the stones want to serve him. Why do they want to serve him? This is Olam HaTeva. The Olam HaTeva changes in the Metzius when a tzaddik lives in a world that's free of sin. When you live in a world that's free of sin, the world, the nature of the world is different. You understand? That's why the Chavis the, Alvava the, the says, if you have Bitochim, then the nature of the world will change. We learned about this yesterday in the Bad. The nature of the world will change. People won't be jealous of you. People will want to help you. People will want to protect you. Different than the world we encounter all the time. Why? Because the Baal Betochen is a person who has to live with panemius. So you live with a good panemius, you have a good world. You live with a messed up panemius, a world of sinas then the manifestation of the messed up panemius comes in the real life. Comes in the real life. You understand? So panemius is the key work that we have to do to make tikkun. That's the key work we have to do. Doesn't mean that we shouldn't have any external behaviors. It doesn't mean that your external should be a contradiction to your internal. No, 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 no. But the work has to begin inside. So even if you didn't get yet to the step or the stage of using the external behavior to help you, you're still a changed man. I want to show you how changed you are. You ready? One deep thing I'm going to tell you now. We have time? Very deep. You following? Is the island following a little bit? It's very deep stuff I'm telling you. You following? You following? Shmatov. The way it works is, and this also shows about Panemius, Averis, how do we get punished for Averis and how do we get Schar for Mitzvahs? So Schar for Mitzvahs works like this. Even though in the book it says you have to put on tefillin, right? Or you have to daven, or whatever it is, right? So, and the behavior is the same for everybody. But me and you could all get different schar. Why? Lifum, tsara, agra. If it's hard for me, I get more schar. Yeah? If it's easy for you, you get less schar. So you see that we're working with the internal. We're not working only with the external, we're working with the internal. Me and you, the same Human beings putting on the same tefillin, but it's different, right? Same thing when it comes to Averis. If the test is very hard, and you fall in the Avera, the punishment's very little. If it was easy not to fall, and you fell, then the punishment is high. Yeah, that's how it works. Kosha oinchen shalovim oinchen shotcheles, the Gemara says. If a guy didn't put on tzitzit, didn't put on the white strings, which are easy to get, he gets a bigger punishment. But if he didn't get tchelis, which is much harder to get and much more expensive and much more difficult, his punishment for not wearing tchelis is less. That's a good one.
Right? Now, how do we measure hard and easy? So this is, you gotta listen to this. Rabbi Shol Salanta says this. Mechtav Chas. Rabbi Shol Salanta says the way we measure hard and easy is by how you were born. Meaning, if let's say you were born with a certain nature, and that certain nature is easy for you to overcome certain challenges, right? Even though today you fell a hundred times, you did Averis, and you became a different person, today it's hard for you. She said, oh, it was so hard, I'm not going to get a, a big Averis. You watched 5,000 movies, and now it became hard for you not to look at the woman in the street, you know? You have YouTube on your phone, and your brains became fried, and your standards have changed of what's called a rise. And now, when you tell a guy to make Shmir Sanayim on smaller things, he says, ah, So if I fall, I won't get punished so much. Nope. It goes how you were born. Not how you developed today. It's how you were born. Yeah? Same thing with mitzvahs that are easy. If it was hard for you before you worked on yourself... So even now that you worked on yourself and it became easy to learn, you still get schar like the way you were born. Meaning when you were born, it wasn't easy for you to learn. It was hard for you to learn. Now you learned in yeshiva for 20 years and you became a big masmid and it's easy for you to learn. Hashem says, no, I don't give you less schar because it's easy. I give you more schar because it started off hard, right? Got it? You listening? Yeah. The minute... A person decides he wants to change, right? Guy wants to change. He wants to become a Balchuva. What does that mean according to Rabbi Yisrael? He starts to work on his inside. He feels, I have a chesar and I have to change. That minute that he made a resolution inside, no behavior change. There's proofs from Mechtav Lamed Aleph, Pachad Yitzchok says this inside in Rosh Hashanah. Now, you're like a new person. So today, we don't go with your birth as far as your is. Today, if the struggle is very hard, then your, your punishment is very little. Even though in your birth it was easy. Because you see that a change inside is a complete new guy. You see what Panemius is? Panemius is who you are. We have to work on this. Appreciating more what it means, panemius. Okay, that's my message for today. We'll stop here.